final frontier. But all that meant was that when space turned out to be just as corruptible and ruthless as Earth, we had nowhere left to escape to. So we gathered up our troubles and our blues, slung them over our world-wearied backs, and stepped into the new rebel era, aboard whatever ship we could find. These days, a ship means freedom. But every day of freedom incurs a debt to the frontier galaxy. And space is the hardest son of a bitch out there. And it's always coming to collect. Last time in the frontier galaxy. We met the crew of the 21st night of September in debt and on a deadline. But hot on the trail of a particularly unlucky lowlife named Richard Dick Whiskey, who had the misfortune of knowing the location of one of the biggest bounties in the galaxy, one John Tequila Rogers. The crew easily captured Dick, who told them Tequila took his ship, the Yellow Tulip, and made towards the Sutler system, a system that none of you were particularly keen to return to. You kidnapped and or enlisted Dick to your crew and, after some deliberation, took off towards the Sutler system and the torrid memories that could be found there. As you jumped through a Van Keer gateway into hyperspace, you each experienced potent flashes of memory that hinted at some of the tragedy you had experienced in the Sutler system. A missing arm. A jagged scar. A hail of bullets. You arrived in the Sutler system just a little more in debt than you started, but got a bead on Tequila by tracking Dick's stolen ship to the Sutler 47 fuel hub. And as you drew closer, you noticed a faint signal coming from that glorified gas station. Not just any signal, a distress signal. Welcome back, Interstellar Outlaws, to the Sutler system. We rejoin our Interstellar Outlaws aboard the 21st night of September as you get closer and closer to Sutler 47 Fuel Hub. And it's about this time that your communications officer, none other than Maria James, has begun to pull aside the many, many advertisements that are popping up on her communication screen to hear a very faint distress call coming from the Sutler 47 fuel hub, where you believe John Tequila Rogers is currently hiding out, or at least that's where the ship that he won off of Richard Dick Whiskey is parked. Maria wants to go over the the janky internal comms. Um, folks, I don't know we're looking for this ship, the Yellow Lily. There is a distress signal coming from that uh, fuel hub, and we do not know what ship it is. It's real faint. Don't know if we're in the mood to do some saving. Don't know if we're in the mood to just get in, get out. But I thought I'd share. Because... 
blank is mute, they have a kind of on everyone's a monitor on their stations. Text appears, and it's from blank saying, "If we do save this person, we could ask for like financial compensation, right?" Mm. Definitely. Ah, uh, also, everything in this damn dirty system's bound to be connected. Space seems big, but it sure don't feel that way sometimes. So one good turn deserves another. We might rightly find some information, at least someone to help us along our way. Because, brothers, ma'am, we're going to need all the help we can get. All right, folks, we got a code blue raspberry. We're saving someone. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Which God one's blue it. raspberry? <laughs> Is that you the got one it, when, boss. Is that evasive maneuvers no, or? No, it's in the. Is that going loud? Guys, it's in the code book. I need everyone. Someone have their code book. <laughs> I thought that was a doorstop. No, that was a code. It says code book. What? <laughs> the code book is just like leveling my bed also, and like. Did Blake just talk? <laughs> that was me talking. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the text. That was in, on the, the, the comms screen. Sorry, it was on your cop screen. <laughs> I thought I heard. I thought I heard. <laughs> I'd, oh, I'd actually like to do like whatever history check equivalent uh, to see yeah. if I know this station and if we can gather if we have any information like. Yeah, do you want to um, do you want to like use your knowledge of this place, or do you want to try to use like a scan from the ship? I guess I would like to do both. Yeah, and I'd like to kind of group powwow. Like, is there a group like investigation? Mm. How much do we know about this place? I'll say uh, anyone who wants to can go ahead. Let's have one person uh, in the group make a like personal savvy check. You can uh, you can roll with the upper hand. And one person make a like system scan check for the ship, uh, which can also be rolled with the upper hand. Since you guys are kind of doing this as a team, I can do system scan. Hit it. Says I'm like at the head of the ship anyway. Cool. So uh, yeah, roll three d six. Take the top two, and then add systems for the ship, which is plus one. Nice. And then I'm gonna do a savvy check for myself. Hell yeah. So same thing. Three d six. Take the top two and add your savvy. Cool. I only have a savvy one, but. Ooh, oh, a six and two twos, so that's going to be nine. And a 13. 13 to the ship, hell yeah. Eli, I think you are aware of the Sutler 47 fuel hub, because you've probably been here, you probably had to stop here on your way out of the system. And also, like, it's just a very common uh, refueling hub. It is not particularly well taken care of. But here, you know that it is very much like a, a truck stop, so it's got... You know, it's got an 812 convenience store. It's got like a really rundown motel that kind of like it's not quite a rent rooms by the hour type place, but it's not far off from that. It is a very like dingy place. You also know that it is a place that gets held up fairly often. Like it's mm. it's not uncommon for there to be a distress call from this place, or at least mm-hmm. it is more common than most places. Mm hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and I think I think with that savvy check, you're also you kind of innately know where everything is. You may not know exactly things, but you have a general, a pretty good general sense. Yeah, like remember where the the buildings are in relation to each other, 100%. and and is this like a habitable? This is a space station, right? So this isn't like a habitable planet. We need to be in like our spacesuits and shit. This is essentially like a large disc, essentially. 
and the the center is essentially just like a ball that this everything is spinning around to maintain gravity. The outside is like a bunch of rooms and uh, various buildings that are like the 812 and like uh, a small diner and stuff. But on like the spokes outside of that are various areas that you can essentially park your spaceship to either get refueled or to just like it, it'll essentially connect a um, an airlock that you can just got walk you. In. So there's gravity, there's air. That's a good start. <laughs> All right, I see. I see. I say we go in, try and kill two birds with one stone, find a yellow lily, maybe win ourselves some reward money. Yep. And then I'm gonna gain a blues because I remember uh, the last time, because this is escalating a situation in an attempt to get revenge. It's like furthering my goal to get revenge and find out information against the Palasco. Hell yeah! And I'm like pushing us nice. to go do it. Uh, because you called it the Perazos, uh, you know that their influence is strongest on Reno 12. They do have some, like, sway in Salt Lake 47. It's definitely not a place that they, like, hold dear in their, their like, empire or whatever. Right. But it is kind of under their command. Okay. Whereas you know that there are some places, like Irvine Industrial, they don't have, which is like a mining community, they don't have as much of sway in. Same with Sutler Orbital, they, you know that uh, the Sutler Security Service has kind of kept them out very deliberately. Mm-hmm. Blank, you make a system scan. Oh, with the system scan, you see a, like, map scan of the area. You see that the, the like, kind of central hub area, uh, you know there's, like, kind of a reception area there. There seems to be a heat signature there. You got a 13. Yeah, I'm going to say you get a pretty good idea. There are two heat signatures, like, nearby that reception area. There's one that's, like, standing very still in the center of the reception area. There's two kind of nearby that are milling about. And then over in the, uh, what you know to be the 812 convenience store, there are five different um, heat signatures moving around. There are also some rooms, like, for, like, the motel rooms, that a few of them are also seem to be inhabited with one person per room. But you do see that the distress signal is specifically coming from the 812. Hmm. I will... Again, in in on the my screen that's on the comms, I'll say, okay, I see the stress signal seems to be coming from the twelve, um, but there are quite a few heat signatures going on here. I don't know which is the danger specifically, but I know who's asking for help. All right, we're going to the eight twelve. Does the um, distress signal have any? Like, is it communicating anything specific or is it sort of just like a SOS Morse code kind of thing? I think with that 13, you know that it is a essentially like a very standard like call for help, specifically from like a corporate. It's very like a corporation calling for help, like in the same way that if you hit a silent alarm in a bank, it's kind of like one thing is going out. Okay. Oh, cool. I think the hotel is being robbed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sounds right. All right, let's go stop a robbery. Maybe old Tequila Rogers is in there. We'll see which side we want to join. My brother worked at an A12. <laughs> Blank. Honestly, just right. When they hear uh, Maria say that, they say, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds, Blank. Great minds. Just get 100 emojis and a brain emoji. <laughs> <laughs> you guys park up alongside the uh, the Yellow Lily and the you know you hear a as the airlocks connect you you like keep an eye on the scans to make sure like no one seems to be coming down like your airlock or anything 
and it seems to be pretty clear. Your airlock opens up and you see a pathway that leads to essentially this like central hub reception area where you know that there was one heat heat signature kind of in the center and then two nearby. You can't really access anything without going through this central hub. So you like from here, there are a bunch of spokes that go out and go to like the various different areas. But you know you have to like at least start going through this center hub. Um, and it, as you open up the doors, you hear that very like hotel lobby music, just like it's just it's just always girl from Ipanema. <laughs> Great song. Um, I'd like to gain another blues because that was one of Nikki and I's first dance songs that we slow danced to. Oh. <laughs> I'm fucking gunning for it today. Like, I want to be it. sad. <laughs> I'm going to be real sad. <laughs> you see Eli just like pause and like you hear if you're close, standing close to him, his breath just catches a little bit before he start, keeps walking on just a little slower. I think Ward just puts a, a light hand on Eli's back as as they start moving. Just like silent there, there. That's nice. As you had that just kind of moment flashback from that like oral memory, what was Nikki wearing when you were having that particularly memorable dance? I'll never forget. It was a green dress. Greens as the moon of Cylon 12 at the midnight equinox. It had ruffles on it. And little thin straps looked so darn pretty on her beautiful shoulders. I thought I'd seen a space angel herself. Heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, you guys move into the hallway towards this kind of central hub, you know, this like reception area. How are you guys moving through and, and what does that look like? As Kamari gets off the ship, they grab the... Uh, the ship's like mechanic, like uh, military grade multi cannon off the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy you remembered that because I would have totally forgotten that's fucking cool. I would say to. I'll let you do it. Brian, let us do it. I, it is it is a thing that Brian, is like deliberately like Brian. mounted to the spaceship. I'll let you do it, but I'm going to make you, you roll a check for it. You say we yeah, but Kumari and Maria are the ones who mounted it. And we definitely did not do Brian. a solid job. <laughs> but it's mounted to the exterior of the ship. Brian, <laughs> have you ever heard of clamps? It's, it's duct taped on. <laughs> I'll say go ahead. I'll, I'll make a straight check. I'll say go ahead and make either a savvy or a muscle check. We're going muscle. I'll say if you fail, you will damage the gun. <laughs> That's like, let me see if I'm strong enough to get my bike off the bike rack from the top of my car. <laughs> That's a three and a five. So that's an automatic pass without my muscle. Woo! Okay, okay. Fuck you, you, Brian. you pull off. Yeah. I should have made you roll against the odds. <laughs> yeah, you, you pull off this gun. Uh, it is hefty. Uh, you are strong enough to hold it. Everyone else, um, you have to have at least plus one muscle to be able to carry this thing at all. Can two of us together? Under like no circumstances will I allow this to happen. <laughs> I do I do also have plus one muscle if this situation so do calls I. for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Under no uh, circumstances. <laughs> um, so, cool. so, boss, uh, we are going loud. It's a just, yeah, that's what Blue raspberry, we have to go loud. Blue raspberries go, go loud. loud. Okay, I do. Blue, okay. Oh, blue raspberries go loud. I read loud, the folks. manual. We're going. I read the manual. Going. It's going guns a blazing or military grade cannons a blazing. You hear, you hear from the back. Whatever like, you got, it's got to be blazing. Come on. 
Blue raspberry means you're going in hot like a raspberry. Dick whiskey, if you don't oh, get your ass back boy. on the ship, Dick, you're you're not helping. You're not helping them get on on the train. But I read the whole manual. Oh God, Kirby, lock Dick in his room till we're done. <laughs> hey, get on over here. I'm gonna lock you in your quarters. I think oh, we're kidnappers man. now at this point. Keep reading. Yeah, what did okay. Dick's quarters look like? I feel like it's just a broom closet, no? Yeah, it's, so, it's a broom closet with a Murphy bed, uh, but the Murphy mm-hmm. bed to awesome. fold down, the door would have to be open, <laughs> and the door has been closed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to, I guess, kind of get to the side of the captain and just, like, take point on the side with my pistol at the ready. Who's leading the group? I imagine Blank would be, just purely because he only has his baseball bat, a melee weapon. So he kind of has that raised and ready. I was going to say, if you don't tell Ward otherwise, he'll put himself in damage zone. I like Ward and Blank going first, because Blank can, like, quick zip in and out if there's any shit ahead, and then come back and report to us and, like... Do you even want to, like, scout ahead really quick? They can't scout ahead... They definitely won't use their board because that's just very loud. <laughs> oh, I see. It's yeah. not sneaky. Okay. Cool, uh, cool. I just got the board copy. literally just sounds like a motorbike. Uh, it's not really <laughs> possible to scout silently with that. Fuck it. Blue Rosemary. Let's go. <laughs> I think maybe the, the order is Ward and Blank together. Maria very slightly ahead of Eli and the boss. Yeah, that's cool. Maria in the in the center for sure. In the center, yeah, she because she's got just a sort of yeah similar to blank a short range melee weapon. Oh really? She got a wrench. Oh. Yeah, they have a she's wrench, right? Got we a, gotta get a y'all. crewman's we gotta, wrench. You're telling me Maria doesn't have guns. a military plasma cannon? <laughs> That's surprising. <laughs> yeah, not yet. I don't. I do also have just a quick rules reminder for melee weapons that I forgot to remind you guys about. If you have a melee weapon, you have an advantage on initiative. So rather than rolling 1d3, you roll 2d3. And if you're using a melee weapon, once per combat, you can choose to roll with the upper hand. Uh, so just oh, a cool. reminder for melee weapon Sick. wielders. Uh, however, you obviously have to be close, whereas In other melee. weapons yeah. can be further yeah. away. Maybe uh, you should go first then, Maria. Yeah, Maria can be up front with Ward and Blank. The Vanguard. It could be a sort of three and two formation. If you allow this, Brian, yeah. if it's the right size, he'd probably have like his hoverboard like strapped to his back. Almost like a like some oh, yeah, like sure. a, a surfboard, skateboard. Yeah. So he has that on his back. I imagine it's probably nearly as heavy as the the gun Kumari's carrying. One hundred percent. But I have a muscle plus yeah, but I have a muscle plus one, so I think I'm able to do it. But yeah, I have it like strapped to my back right now with a baseball bat in hand. You, this giant, like, it, it really looks like a, a snowboard strapped to your back with just this yeah, big yeah. leather strap across your chest with, like, extra, like, fucking gear and, and parts a- attached to this band. You guys move forward and you see, like, this room opening up in front of you. As you approach, uh, let's have one of you, one of the three people in the front roll a perception check. I'll say you can roll with the upper hand since there's three of you. What kind of check would that be? Perception is just straight D6s. Oh, right, um, right, So you right, just okay. roll 3D6 and take the top two. Ward, you want to you wanna uh, get Sure, that? yeah, yeah. 3D6, take the top two. Yeah. 
that is 10. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you poke your head out looking forward. Actually, I think Ward, you don't poke your head out. You just walk straight through. Ward just walks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of like scooting along the sides, moving like a little stealthily. Ward just walking straight forward. Uh, no silencing to his steps. And you look forward and there is a reception desk. Like it's very nicely set up. It's got this little like potted plant on it. Uh, you can hear. And there is a very uh, kind of like well put together, nice suit. A uh, person just sitting there looking forward, kind of eyes regular as if they were like ready to take your order or whatever or ready to check you in. Uh, but they are clearly bound to the chair and they are gagged. Mm. But you see their eyes are just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> uh, I guess we'll approach and uh, Ward will say, now I'm going to take the gag off. Mm. I need you to be real cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, and then I take the gag off. Uh, you take the gag off, and just, this person kind of like, ah, ah. usually they have better gags. Ah, oh, um, <laughs> uh, hello, how can I uh, help you today? You send out a distress signal? I did not. And you see there's a little plaque in front of them. It says Clancy Clearwater. Uh, no, I did not. I'm guessing that's probably coming from the 812 we get we get held up uh, pretty often here. They, these guys actually seem to be pretty professional. They were they didn't rough me up too much, which was nice. I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you wouldn't mind untying me, that would be great. Sure. It it, it seems like we we have got a couple guests in the motel. Uh, if you wanted to check on them, I I wouldn't uh, mind that. But it, if you're looking for uh, your quarry, it, it, as it might be, uh, they're right. likely in the eight twelve. Are you are you from uh, Sutler Security? Uh, yep. Um, yes. Uh, go and roll a savvy check. <laughs> like, Shanique's got this giant gun. That's uh, an 11. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> they look at you and they're just like, oh, uh, wonderful. Uh, you, your team looks very put together. Very, very excited to have you here. Um, sometimes Great. you don't get the best from Sutler Security. No, the, only the best for, for Sutler 47. I very much appreciate that. Um, and, and just great response time, too. Uh, yeah, if, if you wouldn't mind just checking on the guests and then, you know, heading over to the 812. Oh, uh, there are also two of the the gentlemen who were robbing us. Uh, they seem to be using the facilities right over oh, here. Oh, copy that. Copy that. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, pistols and SMGs. Uh, were what most of them okay. uh, had. Okay. You know, I, I'm only so That's familiar with machine guns. guns. <laughs> uh, submachine gun. But for this game, it, <laughs> it is space, space machine guns. Now yeah, space for this, space. this game, it's space machine guns. They work in anti-gravity. <laughs> Ward is going to rely on a talent he learned from an old friend and perfectly untie the rope so it's still usable and hold on to that for the coming awesome. uh, interactions nice. um, and gain a little blue. So he, like quickly rolls up this rope and throws it over his shoulder. Clancy? Yes, uh, you very very good with that rope. Thank you so much for your for your uh, help. Thank you. I try to keep it uh, as professional as possible here. If you could just do me a favor and maybe get under the desk in case shit goes down um, until oh, we're finished. Oh, I've actually had this desk specially designed and they uh, crawl underneath the desk and like <laughs> the area where you would like put your legs, uh, they climb in there and then press a button and <laughs> A like awesome. wall comes down <laughs> and like barricades this area. Awesome. Uh, you hear from inside the desk just goes, "Thank you. Uh, I appreciate all of your help. Uh, just give me a couple of knocks uh, when uh, when the coast is clear. Thank you." 
Thank you, Clancy. Five stars. We're, we'll leave you a review. Oh, I really appreciate that. That actually that does a lot for me. Uh, that, that really does help. Thank you very much. Hey, Ward. He said there were there were two in the bathroom. Were there more? Uh, there were two in the bathroom, and then how many did you see in the eight twelve blank? Oh, how many did I see? Uh, you saw five. Five. Signatures. Five. Five. Uh, um, yeah. Submachine guns, five. pistols. Um. So, I don't know if we want to split up and somebody. No. Somebody goes and takes care of the bath. No, <laughs> let's, let's jump the bathroom because there's only four of us. We should jump the bathroom guys, and then either we can take one hostage and use him as like leverage against his buddies to get them to sure, uh, yeah, order not. Yeah, yeah. I think we all just make a little pit stop first, and then we head back on over. Uh, right. I could be. It's a good bathroom break time, I think, for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we send our, our melee friends in and, and we'll be back up with the guns? That's great. I like that. Black nods. Kind of swing in the bat. Let's let's station two people at the door and then like I I can go in and like flush them out, pun intended. And then they'll <laughs> yeah, run into is. you. And then we'll get them cornered. We'll like go in there and surround them. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good good plan. Good plan, Eli. I Let's do that one. Thank you, Captain. Means a lot coming from such a brilliant strategist as yourself. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I, is this a team meeting, technically? I think I it is. Wait, who called this team meeting? I think Eli Kumari did. Kumari gets one blues. Kumari gets one blues. <laughs> can I get a blues for that? <laughs> yeah, sure, Anytime someone else <laughs> calls a team meeting and everyone is really into it, Kumari, Kumari gets, gets really bummed. <laughs> I think as that happens, uh, Kumari also like knocks on knocks on Clancy's little thing and goes, hey, by the way, this is awkward, but uh, I know you, I noticed you said this was Ward's team. It's actually my team. I'm the person with the big gun. Just, uh, you know, it's totally fine. Just next time. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. That, that is absolutely on me. Uh, I... At 100% no, apologize. No, no, Sometimes, no. Usually just the person who's like making, who's checking in, you just kind of default, or the person, right, you know, right, who's coming right. to save me. No, I, to, uh, I told, I, 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 I told him to do, to, to do that. Yeah, he told me to do that. 100%. I, you know, when I saw the big gun, I assumed you were uh, someone to be reckoned with. Yeah. Thank, thank you. It's, yes. Thank you. And if you have a chance, you just see a, a paper comes underneath and it's just it's got a phone number. It goes, if you uh, want to give this a call and just fill out a survey and just like tell everyone how I did, that'd be a huge help come uh, bonus and promotion time. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Kamari uh, takes the paper and puts it in their pocket. Let's head to the bathroom. Good job, boss. Thank, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks. Let's do it. Nice direction, boss. Thank, oh, thank you, Maria. We heading and- on over to that bathroom? Kamari hugs Maria and then goes, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. You all make your way into, uh, towards the bathroom. As you kind of approach the door, uh, you hear two voices inside, kind of muffled. Seems to be uh, a male and a female voice. And you hear uh, the male voice just going, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I, I've, I've called her again and again. And for whatever reason, she just like won't be. I think she's just ghosting me. And you hear a much more muffled female voice just go, well, I mean, honey, you just got to keep trying, I think. I'm going to go in and uh, just, like, wash my hands dramatically, slow saunter and, like, wash my hands and then dry them slowly. And then whenever I see everyone is in position, then I'm going to draw on them. Wait, I have an important question about Eli. Do you have spurs? 
Um, I do, but they're made out of like space stuff. Nice. Space <laughs> stuff. They're made out of they're gears. Like, they're like, yeah, gears, but not in a steampunk way, in like a NASA way. They're made out of like microchips and shit. Nice. And they have like gold leaf because it's like super conductive. Yeah. You, uh, that's all. Swing Thank open you. the door and, um, you just walk in casually. You hear these two people having a conversation. You see, uh, the man is standing or like leaning on the sink with his submachine gun next to him on the sink. And the woman seems to be, it seems to have been in the in one of the stalls for a while. Okay. They hear the door open. They immediately, or at least the man looks at you. You hear the woman from the stall go, Hey, did you just leave? No, no, no. Someone just, wait a minute. Where'd you come from? Oh, I just walked in here needing to use the facilities. Now it seems I may be in the right place. And can I trust that my, like, friends are getting into position uh, yeah, as I 100%. say this? Because it's going to be fucking cool. We're all cool crowding around in perfect formation at the door. <laughs> I, I came in here to use the facilities. Now, friend, seems like we might need to have a chat. And then I go for his gun to grab it and take it away from him at the same time as I whip out my pistol. All right, everybody. Let's roll initiative. Yeah. Okay, what everyone get? Uh, four. Two, three, five. What? Yeah. Do you have two seven? Yeah, yeah I got a plus two. Hell seven. Yeah. yeah. Marie got four. They got a straight one. As you go and dive for his gun that is on the that is on the sink, pulling out your own pistol at the same time, blank. You hear things start to kick off in the bathroom. Oh, uh, what do you do? I think I just sprint in with my bat in hand. I think moments before I run in on my phone, on the screen of my phone, I show it to the rest of the group and it just says, battle up. As I charge in, <laughs> bring yes. my baseball bat down on the hand of the man. It's the one going for to stop um, them from grabbing that gun as well. Basically give a bit more time for Eli to grab the gun away um, awesome. from this guy. Hell yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, roll an attack. For attacks in this game, you roll 3d6 and you take the top two. The last die is your damage. I think this would be muscle, right? To bring it? Uh, this would be muscle, yeah. But that is uh, eight. I mean, no, sorry, a 10. 10 hits. To hit. And then what's your th uh, third die? Uh, my third die is a three. Third die is a three. Hell yeah. Because you are fighting like a number of assailants, the way this, this game does that is you're fighting essentially a mob. The mob gets to act kind of as a unit, and to take out a member of the mob, you have to do at least three damage to them. So because you hit them for three damage, you shatter this guy's hand Yo! as you smash his hand into the wash basin and then Ooh! smash through the wash basin. This is you so cool. You see this guy cool. pull back. Motherfucker! <laughs> Ow! What the fuck? As Blank swings, they let the momentum carry their hand and then they put a hand to their head of uh, eyes as they're watching a ball go <laughs> for a home run. Oh my God. Blank is sassy. <laughs> yeah. The guy is holding his like absolutely shattered hand, looks up at Blank and just sees the Blank expression of their mask and sees this expression and then turns around to look at there is nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't get it and just turns around. It's like, what the fuck? And fully has their back to you. For mechanical reasons, this person is completely incapacitated. Yes. <laughs> nice. 
I mean, it's nice to see a realistic fight because, like, if your hand gets shattered, like, you're out of fucking commission. We're not Superman. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Blank, uh, you hear it from the stall, the, the voice of this woman going, Oh, shit. Come on. Fuck. Oh, damn it. Come on. And you hear, like, the scraping of shoes as someone is desperately trying to put on pants in a way that is fast <laughs> and also handle. You hear, like, the handling no. of a gun and the pulling up of pants. Next up, uh, Kumari and Maria both world of fours. Uh, do you guys want to act one after the other? you want to act together? <laughs> oh, I think it's only fitting that we act together. <laughs> but Maria will let, will let Kumari take the lead. Kumari is, like, stationed outside the door. has, like, the gun, like kind of like on their shoulder like with their finger on the trigger like ready to to go and it's like kind of like like talking to themselves and also to maria of like they respect me right they my ideas are good they they like me they like when they have good ideas just right behind you while you're doing everyone can kind of hear this like everyone yeah everyone outside can hear this happening yeah of course course they do of course they do kumar i just it was no you go yeah but because you're a good leader yeah that's why they feel so inspired to have their good ideas. Right, right. And it's it's because they feel comfortable and confident in you and our team. Right, right. And it's about this time you hear, motherfucker! Ooh, ooh, okay, Maria, go go check what's happening. I'll chase them. If someone comes out here, I'll, I'll, I'll bag them. Yeah, a small suggestion. We maybe should save the military-grade cannon for when we're at the five-person thing but i'm gonna go check out the situation and maria's gonna go in and she's just gonna kick open the the bathroom door you walk over to the stall uh kick open the bathroom door uh, no check required <laughs> blast it open <laughs> you see a woman halfway through putting up her pants and holding a gun like she's trying she can't quite decide which one to do and so she's decided <laughs> to do both at the same time and is failing because of that just kind of like tries to pull up a gun to you, but is trying to hold, you know, an SMG with one hand while pulling up her pants. Fuck! Just don't, don't move! Don't fucking fuck! Uh, tries to pull the trigger on you, but realizes that the safety's on. It's like, shit! And you see her like, half, like, letting, letting her pants fall down and then like doing it, but then grabbing her pants and like trying to do the safety with her tongue. <laughs> uh, you also see hanging around her Part of the reason why it's tough for her to get her pants up is because there's a large handheld radio uh, clipped to her pants that is wound up around her ear in a surveillance. So clearly they have communication. You see her kind of fumbling with that as well. Maria is is gonna, you know, she's already got her wrench ready in her hand. And she's gonna say, you know, this is why I find overalls easier to manage in situations like this. And then she's gonna take the wrench and she's gonna also try to smash the hand that is trying to deal with the um, space machine gun. Okay. Oh God, can we be called the hand smashers? Is that our thing? <laughs> I like this. We go for people's hands. It's fingers quick beware. And cruel, but it gets the job done. Can't fly, can't shoot. Why never drink with your shooting hand? Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. So you roll 3d6. Take the top two as your attack. Last one's your damage. We got a two, a five, and a two. So that's a seven plus. Do, do I have my muscle? No. Uh, your muscle, yeah. Well, that's plus zero. So we got us a seven, and then two is the damage. Because you missed, no damage is hit. You go to smack her uh, with this wrench. Uh, and as you do, she is able to 
finagle the gun in a way to like block it as if blocking a sword. You see her then like try to wrestle you with this gun and like kind of smacks you in the head a little bit. Ow. Uh, Kumari, what do you do? After Maria like runs in, like says the whole thing of like, maybe we don't need the gun for this fight. Kumari's like, oh, that's a good idea. And uh, we'll put the gun down. And I think like Kumari's like trying to like find a place to like kind of hide it so no one takes it. And so maybe I'll- She's just a full military cannon in the hallway. <laughs> Like under a sheet. Doing that, maybe like hold my action until Ward goes because uh, they're trying to like figure out where to put this thing now. Okay, you you realize that not only can you you do not want to use it, it would be pretty tough to maneuver it into this bathroom right. if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you you send your turn down the river. Um, Ward, it is your turn. Ward, I think, hearing all the commotion and not really knowing how to help Kumari hide this. Oh Do you know where God. I can put this ward? Is this, is this, you think this is a good spot? Honestly, boss, just put it down. I don't think anybody's. What if someone takes it? Or just put it over your back. I don't, Captain, I don't know. we got this in here, probably. I all think right, there's you only guys one keep, woman keep, keep, half shitting herself. Get them out so. here. I, so, so, I want to show them my gun. Captain, I'll be right tell back. Tell them I have um, a big gun out here. <laughs> I will tell I will tell them they, that you have a big gun. Ward steps in and he says, boss has a big gun. <laughs> All right. And he yells to like, uh, I guess to Eli, like how many are still up? Only one up in here. And she's halfway sitting down. <laughs> All right, great. Ward is going to attempt to run and slide under the stalls to try and take out her legs so she just like eats shit in ah, front of Maria. So cool. Yeah. Baseball slide, good roll. I'll say roll a savvy check. Fuck. That's a seven. I'm gonna, I am gonna uh, exert. I'm gonna take one, a one heart. damage. Mm. To, hell yeah. Uh, so just, it's, just a reminder for everyone playing along at home. You can choose to exert yourself, which means you burn one heart per die you want to re-roll. You get to re-roll those dice, uh, either one, two, or three die, but you have to take the result. Okay, that's nine. Hell yeah. 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 Why don't you just do me a favor, roll um, one more d6, and this will be your, your damage die. The damage. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. great. Oh, that's only one. It's only one. No. You slide underneath this stall, just like get, get a running start, baseball slide. <laughs> take her legs out from under her and she immediately falls on the ground and like bangs her head a bit on the toilet and the gun kind of like clatters to the ground. You see um, her radio pops off of her pants and kind of slides underneath detaching from the surveillance and you begin to hear like crackling of someone else talking on the other end but it's like it's turned down pretty low. So you hear like a crackling radio nearby. Her gun, she's like wrestling back up together but it's like hitting underneath the door and shit and you are now on the ground in this bathroom, absolutely covered in piss. Oh, oh yeah, that's, no. yeah, that's the no. the damage is that I, my my suit is covered in piss. This is yeah. a truck stop oh, bathroom. You are holes. covered in piss. Ward, oh. make sure your shoes are on. If oh, they're on, boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you you go to get up and you your hand goes straight in a full puddle. Oh, no. Wardly, no. Wardly, no. But it was pretty cool. <laughs> Wardly. She is on the ground, like, trying to get up. Uh, radio is off, and you see her hand is they're going. They're just wrestling in piss, and they're just covered <laughs> in reeking of hot piss. And then they just start kissing, and they're rubbing all the piss all over each other. I, no. I, no, thank Sorry, you. Sorry, that's a line. That's a line. <laughs>
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you you see her go to her lapel to like grab her surveillance to try to talk into it, clicks the button, goes, boss, 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 uh, uh, there's a bunch of fucking people here that got guns and and you see her like clicking it, goes, boss, but and then looks over and sees the radio on the ground and begins to move towards the radio. That is Ward's turn. Eli, it is your turn. You see this woman on the ground scrambling over to a radio, uh, kind of like tangled up with Ward uh, and also trying to like maneuver this gun around. You see the safety is off on the gun and they are like moving to essentially like just do a spray of this gun on their turn. You hear uh, on the tile of the bathroom floor, ching, ching, as the spurs jingle as two heavy steps pound across the floor and the third step Smash! Smashes down on this woman's hand. A little bit of piss flies up from the puddle. And I just want to step, I just want to stomp on her hand where she's trying to like drag herself or like reach for it. And then just kind of pin her down with my knee and like put her hand behind her back so we can interrogate her. Roll a muscle check. I got zero muscle. I ain't a strong man. Ooh, but I rolled so good. I rolled an 11. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You smash her hand down as she's like reaching for the radio. You see her hand is like about to wrap around the radio. Smash her hand down, pinning her down, drop a knee onto her chest. And she just kind of like immediately like realizes what the situation is, gives up, lets go of the gun. Uh, Looks up at you guys, goes, okay, just like don't break my hand too. I really need my hands. This, okay, just, okay, what? What do you want? Can I please? Okay, listen. This I recognize this is gonna happen. We're beaten and stuff. Can I please let me pull my pants up? Okay. Fine. Okay, and she just like really quickly like pulls think up. That's necessary. I do it, but I watch her like a hawk, and I say, "This is not sexual." This is not. Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you and goes, "Trust me, this is the least sexual thing that's ever happened in my entire life." <laughs> <laughs> you guys having sex in there? <laughs> no, no one's having sex. This is so unsexual. Okay. Listen up, Missy. I know my wild animal attraction is too much for many to handle, <laughs> but I am going to need your help. And the price of you not giving us your help is we take all your fingers and break them into a million pieces. My friend Marie over here is fucking crazy. She'll go <laughs> no. absolutely hog on your ass. So... I don't know about that, but it does make a nice snap, I will say. <laughs> Holy you shit. You give Maria a little wink. <laughs> now you're gonna tell you're gonna tell us how many more of your group are there, and then you're gonna come with us real quietly and tell whoever the fuck is in charge over there to surrender your weapons and come on with us. Or else we're gonna break your fingers and then we're gonna kill your friend. And they were going to kill you after we broke your toes. I didn't know we were going to bring toes <laughs> into it, too. Okay, listen. I'm a, I'm a hired hand for the day, okay? Listen, like, I, yes, I have no loyalty whatsoever to, to, to Mr. Tequila, okay? So, like, I'll help you out with it, whatever you want. You working for tequila? I grab her. I pull her up off the ground, and I push her up against the... Jesus, yes. Okay, yeah, we're both working for tequila. Uh, us two, uh, three of the friends of ours... Tequila gave us a, a nice little bit of money. Said wanted to come in here, like make some, make a bit of coin, find another ship, help get his ship repaired and shit. I don't know. He's like looking for somebody. Just hired us on as like as like daily muscle. Right? I'm getting a, a credit a week. Okay, this ain't worth getting any kind of hurt for. You got that on you? I mean, I, I got it in my bank card and stuff. 
I mean, Maybe come we on. Initiate I, a transfer. I think my friend just asked for your bank card, ma'am. Listen, I'm Ward a- walks out like five stalls down <laughs> from where she was covered in piss. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm behind on my own payments, okay? As far as I know, the money hasn't even transferred yet. All right. Well, you got lucky this time. You're lucky now. You've rolled a good savvy check or something. <laughs> uh, you, you, you have this this one pinned up. The man uh, over by the wash basin is like running his hand under cold water. Excuse me, I'm going to need that sink. Blank is just very uncomfortably kind of just rubbing this guy's shoulders as, he, as they're tending to their hands. <laughs> like, just like, um, almost like, I'm really sorry. I just had to do it. You you see, he's he's running his hand under cold water, but the wash basin is entirely shattered from your strike. So the water is just <laughs> going in his hand and then flooding the ground. Uh, so like water's just pooling around your feet at this point. Oh no, I specifically need that sink. I need to clean my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks up and goes, yeah, okay, that... Yeah. yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of piss. That's. I've yeah. not seen that much piss in a while. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Now these <laughs> jokers say that they come with three other associates. So we uh, blank detected five heat signatures in the eight twelve. So that leads me to believe I'm. I ain't no astrophysicist, but I'd say there's probably about three more assailants left and two shopkeepers or regular folk in there. Plus tequila, right? Is tequila here? I oh, I just want to be as helpful as possible. Uh, I'm not ho- I'm not withholding anything. Uh, there's three of uh, three other like hired hands. Tequila's here. He said he was going to knock over the eight twelve for some quick cash. Okay, so if you're detecting five heat signatures, that's probably the cashier. Cash register tequila. Three of your fucking associates. That, I, that's all I I'm giving you. The full full cooperation is happening right now. Okay, I, that's all I know. While this is happening, Maria walks back out of the bathroom to go check on Kumari, who I imagine is still fiddling with trying to hide the the military cannon behind something. <laughs> hey, boss, we uh we got some interesting intel in there. We're probably gonna get on the move soon. If you want to uh unhide that cannon, Kumari, you can tell was like very stressed the entire time, and like finally like put a couch over the cannon to to kind of try and hide it. <laughs> and is like sitting super casually yeah, on like, the couch. Oh, is, is everything is okay? And like you kind of notice like this whole ordeal like stressed them out and like they were crying a little bit. Oh my God. As like they, they know this cannon was like they used a lot of credits on it. They I think part of their debt was into buying this cannon so they felt they would feel really bad if like it got lost or stolen or something. Um and it like reminds them of uh, just a, uh, some of the troubles they've had in their days of like losing stuff. And you gain a blues. And I gain a blues. Yeah, absolutely, you gain a blues. And then Maria, yeah, is, is gonna be like, I don't know where you could have put this thing, but I think the time is coming for you to use it. So whatever impressive hidey hole you found, I think we gotta get it back out, boss. It's a, you don't you don't see it, right? It it, it blends in really well. I, where could it even be? Um, it's oh my on, god! It's on, it's on this. Thank you, Maria, and uh, like Amari, like hugs Maria, and it's like I'd be lost without you. Oh, you'd be doing just fine, boss. Tosses like tosses the couch over, grabs the gun, and just like bursts through the doorway like a Kool Aid man, and goes, "I got a big gun! Everyone freeze!" <laughs> Both of these like hired hands go, "Whoa!" 
Oh, okay. That gun is way too big of a gun. Too, we, we all recognize how big the gun is. That gun is too big for this bathroom. I think even Blank has their hands up. Just no, not hand. you, Blank. You can keep doing what you... you you're good. You're good, Blank. He gives a thumbs up and puts his hands down. All right. Give us all the information. Wait, did we get all the information? We got some info. I think we got them. You've got all the information. information. Trust me. That's... Shh, shut, shut, shut up. Shut up. Come Boss, you could, you should ask him. You should ask him one no, more I already, question. I already told you all these. You inf- shut the, oh. You shut up right now. Oh, yep. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Shh. Boss, ask boss. The, boss, we didn't get all, ask. Ask what you gotta ask. Who are who are you working for, pal? You, you see, the, the woman like looks at Kamari, kind of looks at Ward like questioningly, and then just kind of like gives a small nod and goes, "Well, because you have such a big gun, I guess I gotta tell you." That I'm working for John Tequila Rogers. I'm a hired hand. Boom! What? what? Oh, oh my boom. god! We found him, Oh no! You got it out of me. I did. I did it. I guys. She was tight lipped before you got here. Incredible. break I didn't think I would break, but that gun was just so big. I knew it. This was such a good idea. Okay, look at that team. We see. Do we see how synergy works? Do we see? Blue raspberry, baby. Blue raspberry. It works. It works. Blue raspberry. Blue works raspberry. every time. The codes, the codes work. Okay. All right. We're good. And then Kamari walks out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know because these are just hired hands. Like my plan of g- using them as emotional leverage against the other like members of the troop. I don't think it's going to work because they don't care about each other. So I say we tie these two up incapacitate them somehow so they can't get out and then ward you how good are you at lassoing because i say we go in there you lasso tequila i've lassoed once or twice and then we take out the other guys and incapacitate them i would like not to kill anyone but if we got to kill the other guys to get a tequila like so be it because i really need that debt to be cleared so i can get revenge so we're not killing these two I don't. I don't think this universe. You see, both of them become extremely enough. invested in what the conversation is. <laughs> <laughs> I think this universe has enough red stars as it is. Damn. All right. I think that's an excellent call. I think we just break a couple hands. We we got a hand. It's hard to do nothing. No. How about how about how about we hands. just go unconscious? You see, the woman uh, runs into the wall and knocks herself unconscious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Well, she's there you go. Unconscious. It's hard. It's like the cartoons. Can Maria kick her in the head a little bit to see? Oh my God! <laughs> kick her in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like a little tap to see if she flinches or if she's really knocked Blank out. Blank pokes in the head of the baseball bat. It's like, dunk, dunk. Uh, yeah, you you give her a tap for for whatever she is or is not. She is a like hardened criminal hired hand she knows when it is better to knock herself out and she has done so okay and and ward i would let you get a blues uh for making someone for you force someone to do something they don't want to (laughs) do yes um maria i know this may not be the time but i did want to discuss your browser history because that shit is disturbing Oh, we could talk about that later. If okay, you got let's questions, table that. We can let's, have a nice conversation about it. Yeah. Let's talk about that later. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Me too. I'm While ready. this is happening, 
Blank goes up to Ward and types up um, and shows the screen and it says, why is it so terrifying when she offers a conversation? <laughs> Honestly, I try not to think about it. I try to tune out when Maria starts talking, otherwise I start to get scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team, we think we want to maybe mosey on over to the other room, follow footsteps it. of the, uh, the boss. Kamari walks back in and uh, goes, I forgot to do our signature thing, and then goes and breaks the guy's nose. Jesus! Go! And he, like, goes to hold it with his broken hand and goes, oh, fuck, ow, fuck. All right. Holds it with a good hand. We're good. Let's roll out, folks. God. <laughs> Man. <laughs> should we, t- Eli, should we tell Boss we're, we're considering a hand thing these days? Yeah, Boss, we were thinking that maybe we could break their hands as kind of our signature thing. There's a lot of cool catchphrases you can do with that. Noses are great, but I think hands tend to be... Noses are just passe. It's been done. It's passe. Blank nods. And hands, they can't shoot you after. Did you guys all decide this together? No, no, we're just workshopping. We never decided this This is an open brainstorm right now. Okay. You you see the the, the guy is, like, holding his nose back, like, trying to click it back. He goes... I mean, to be fair, I've had my nose broken a lot. This is the first time I've had my hand ever <sighs> smashed in my so- I'm, 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 I'm not research. one way or the other. I'm just saying, like, I've had my nose stitched together a couple times. Hand I, is a new one for me. I, I, yeah. I'll listen to my people. We'll, we'll go with hands. And then Kamari breaks the guy's other hand. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is horrible. Yes, we're hand people now. I have never had a more violent playthrough. <laughs> God. Uh, the guy just passes. Out. <laughs> um, oh, we're doing hand. We're breaking hands we're breaking now. Hands. We're, we're doing hand stuff. Hand stuff. We're doing hand stuff. Put that on tomorrow's agenda. All right. We're hand stuff. I'll, I'll get that right down in the in the notes. All right. I think we can. We should leave the bathroom. It feels feels a little weird to be in here with both of them still. Let's head to the. Let's head to tequila. You guys make your way towards the 812. You know, you kind of go back into the center spoke room. You hear from the armored desk, just a small voice going, Hey, did you get guys in the bathroom? Sure did. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, you can leave them there. I'll, I'll clean them up if you, if you let them unconscious. You let them unconscious, tied up maybe? They didn't need to be tied up. Just uh, That's totally fine. I, I'm, I'm well versed in uh, cleaning up both unconscious and bound. Uh, thank you. Also... Uh, there wasn't a button on the way out, but I did want to let you know that that bathroom's cleanliness level was not satisfactory. <laughs> uh, thank you for your feedback. I will get on that. Our janitorial staff um, uh, is off today. That's kind of what happened. Um, but Copy. I will get in there and make sure that is good. Thank you very much for uh, your input, sir. You're the best, Clancy. Thank you. <laughs> make sure to fill out that uh, that review card. Yep, I got Can you. we offer Clancy a spot on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, can every NPC just come here? You can't have all the NPCs. (laughs) Can we turn tequila? Can we turn John Tequila Rogers? Uh, So you make your way to the 812. (laughs) (laughs) If if you want, Clancy, you can get him on the way out. (laughs) Are we going to do, we going to do a little sneak attack? We going to go in guns a blazing? What's the plan, boss? Blue Raspberry 2.0? No, 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 no. We can't do two the same plan twice in a row. I think we do uh, a yellow gaffigan. <gasps> oh, a yellow gaffigan. Blank, blank, do you know what a yellow gaffigan is? All right, on the count of three, 
break. Ready? One, two, three, break. Hey there, it's Elliot from the Many Sided Media team. In addition to playing and producing here on My First Dungeon, I'm also a game designer known for such games as Something is Wrong with the Chickens, a rules-like game of chickens, eldritch horror, and revenge. Project Echo, a solo time travel game played in the pages of a planner. And the upcoming Rom-Com Drama Bomb, a three-player game of meet-cutes and mayhem. If you like weird and unique games and want to bring something new to your table, head to moreblueberries.shop and use code MYFIRSTDUNGEON for 20% off your order. That's M-O-R-E-B-L-U-E-B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot shop. Thanks! And then Kamari like runs to the back of the, the back of the 812 to get in position. Okay, Maria also does that. Blank joins on the break and then looks toward and just shrugs. <laughs> the biggest animated shrug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ward is frantically tying a lasso knot as, as he sprints after them. <laughs> you guys make your way toward down this hallway towards the 812 and kind of like fan out around what are the, like, the two entrances to this place. You see the doors are like just glass, like convenience store doors, and there is like a window with blinds. The blinds are closed, so you can't really see in. But there are, like, the blinds are kind of shitty, so there are, like, little gaps. And if you kind of, like, as you kind of glance by, you see at the counter is a man who seems to be, like, the attendant, the the, the cashier. And sitting on top of the counter is a, like, very well-coiffed man in a, like, a floral shirt, uh, kind of nice blazer, uh, very fancy shoes. Like, these are, like, uh, like slip-on shoes with, like, fur around the outside. Definitely not robbing a place shoes. And he is spinning a pistol in his hand that as it like stops spinning, you see on the like the pommel on the, the, the handle is a like fresco or whatever or like a painting of dogs playing poker. <laughs> Pretty cool. Is that known to be is that like tequila's signature weapon? Do we know that? You do uh, you had like done some quick interrogation of Dick Whiskey. And you know that that was actually Dick Whiskey's like prized possession oh. before he lost it oh. in a card game to Dick. Uh, we gotta uh, get to that John Skilak. Looks like Dick's getting a little present. Yeah, I think like on our comms or something. I'm like, Maria, tell everyone to save that pistol. Everybody, I call the shoes if if nobody else wants them. Yeah, working out. Well, that's fine. You can take those shoes, but the pistol is we. That's the one thing not up for grabs. Okay, everybody, I want you to keep that's that fair. in mind during this. Uh, what was it? What what was the what was the call sign again? Yellow Gaffigan. Yellow Gaffigan. Yellow Gaffigan. Yellow Gaffigan. Just so I make sure, boss, that you know which one that is. Which is that? That's the that's the one where. Um, me and Maria go to the back. We we sneak. Just we all re- well. Okay, we me and Maria are in the back. We sneak in the back. We have your we have your rear. You guys come in through the front, and uh, you know take out whoever's there. I'll 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 use my pistol to incapacitate the. I'll shoot the gun out of Whiskey's hand with the m- military gun. No, 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 I'll use my pistol. Oh, okay, okay. You can see walking up kind of like behind uh, the counter is another one of these kind of like hired hands. It's this guy just like dressed in a black suit, black shirt, 
um, holding a, a submachine, uh, holding a space machine gun, grabs onto his lapel and clicks his surveillance and like says something into the surveillance, like into a walkie-talkie essentially, pauses for a moment, says something again and has like a quizzical look on their face and then says something to John Tequila. Tequila also pulls out a walkie-talkie, clicks the thing and starts talking, clicks it again and clearly like they have realized that they've lost communication with the people in the bathroom. All of them kind of like pull out their guns at the ready and begin to move into positions around the 812 with like eyes on the doors. I'm going to have them roll a perception check to see if they spot you guys. Let's Ooh. charge in as soon as they... Mm. So I think we still have the upper hand. That is an eight. So <laughs> they do spot oh. you guys. They know that you're there, so you will not get a surprise round. Uh, okay. Moving too slow. They, You hear a voice call out, this very, like, very, like, suave voice calls. It goes, hey, uh, whoever's out. I just, I said suave and I chose to use my regular voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty suave, man. Oh pretty suave. No lies detected. And? <laughs> I never know what the voice is going to be oh until God. it comes out. <laughs> uh, you just hear a voice come out and goes, hey, whoever's out there, I understand we don't have any quarrel with you. I'm just trying to get uh, a little repair on my ship, a little money in my pocket, and we're going to be out of your way. So if, if you want a little uh, stake in that, I'm more than happy to grant you a little bit. Uh, you guys just throw down your weapons coming in. Happy to give you guys a credit each for your time. A credit a credit each? Well, you know what? How many are out there? Is it is it more than three? Because that, that would actually be a problem for me. There's nine of us. Okay, well, I can't... Okay, so I don't have nine credits, but I, I, I could part with... And you see him kind of, like, lean over to the cashier, and you see them have a small conversation. Okay, sorry, I could part with probably about two credits. Th- technically, you would be stealing from this gentleman over here who runs this 812, but that's uh, kind of what I have on me. I just had a thought. Can I say this? Can I type this over the comms, like... So it's not like audible. I just realized, okay, he's got this huge bounty on him for like something that we didn't think was that big of a deal. So maybe, and who put the bounty on him? Uh, We don't know. know. You'd have to go to uh, Sutler Security Systems to kind of uh, figure out who put the bounty on him. Okay. So maybe if we, he probably knows who put the bounty on him. So maybe if we can offer him, if he can offer us like, part of the bounty or all of the bounty like he might be willing to like take that pay that money in order to secure his own freedom and then he can maybe we can turn him to our side to like ally to fight against our enemies here in the settler system now that we are here basically like protect him to barter with his bounty yeah yeah Mm. now that we're here like Eli knows in the depths of his spurs that he's not leaving until he gets his revenge or meets his end. Oh, baby. In the depths of his spurs. <laughs> can, can anybody do a check to, like, see if, like, how trustworthy he would be? Yeah, you can roll a savvy check. I'm going to make you roll it uh, against the odds. Mm. You got this, Captain. Certainly do not have this. That's a five. <laughs> He sounds very clear. He's like looking for it. He like had they have their guns pointed at the the door or like the one door you can see through. You can only see two of the guys. You can see John and one of the other guys. 
Two others are in the store at indeterminate locations. You don't necessarily know what they're doing. He seems to be on the up. The You look at him, he seems, if anything, he seems very in control. Okay. I think uh, in this moment, Kamari's like, uh, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. Well, let's not reveal how many numbers we have. Maria, stay outside. You got it, boss. Me and Ward will come out as the only two. The rest of us have our backs, okay? Hey, hey, boss, maybe make sure he gets a glimpse of that impressive war cannon. Oh, Military I'm bringing, cannon. I'm bringing the war cannon. And then okay. uh, Mario goes, okay, we'll, we'll take that deal. And then we'll like burst through the back with the cannon in hand. When you say burst through the back, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, g- I'm going to need you to uh, define that because burst through the back kind of implies uh, breaching with intent to kill. Oh, <laughs> I thought there was like some doors in the back yeah, and some doors like a, in the front. A back door. Oh, no, no, no. You c- you're definitely re- going through a back door. When you say burst, it kind of implies an element of surprise that someone may imply to be an attack coming against uh, them. <laughs> is that think, what you're going for? I, no, 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 no. I think Kamari is like, okay, I'm coming out. I'm going to burst through the back right now, so don't get startled. <laughs> and then, like, kicks the door down and, like, kind of, like, like, the cannon is too big to get through the doorway, so, like, has to, like, angle it in a weird way. And it's like, all right, wait, give me a second. Give me a second. And then, like, finally gets it through. And it's like, okay. Yeah, we'll take those. We'll take those two. We'll, we'll take, yes. As you kick down the door, you immediately see the two people you guys had eyes on and one more all kind of pop up, swing around, machine guns and or uh, revolver pointed at you. Just go, whoa, 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 whoa. And they see you kind of struggling through the door to like put this thing and go, well, uh, okay. That's, uh, yes, that's a very big gun. Can you like just kind of point it up or something? Yeah, yeah, I can point it up. Okay, seriously, like that could depressurize this sorry. entire station. Sorry, like, sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, just handle with sorry. care, buddy. Sorry, no, sorry. I'm I'm Kamari. This is uh, my my compatriot Wardley. Ward uh, Ward. The guy behind the counter goes. Um, excuse me. Are you with the Sutler Security System? No. no. Oh <laughs> shit. Okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I'll I'll go back to being a. a prisoner. I thought I was maybe not a prisoner uh, hostage anymore, but... I am so, so sorry. sorry. You are that. definitely still a hostage. Sorry. I Just in my head, I thought it was going to be different than what was happening. So I, yeah. I just got to kind of fade. That's my bad. No, I get that. Okay. Uh, you see this person also, it's clearly like very used to being robbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's a horrible work environment. John kind of pulls up with guns still drawn, pointed at you, but it doesn't seem to be like actively menacing you. Just kind of looks at you. You see a, a criminal, an outlaw, like looking at another outlaw trying to see if guns are necessary. Because not only, like, ammunition is expensive, you know, there's any time you pull a trigger, there's a chance that you that is the last trigger you're ever going to pull. So you don't want to do it unless you know you're going to have to. As you still hear (laughs) playing overhead. I think Ward's got his hands up and his revolver sort of, like, hanging on his thumb in, like, a it would take me a little too long to get this in shooting position, but I do want you to know I have it. Uh, you you hold your gun there. Uh, Kumari, you got your gun kind of pointed in a non-threatening position. John looks at you and goes, all right, listen. I don't know you. You don't know me. I'm just I'm just passing on through here, okay? I'm not looking for any trouble. Not looking for any trouble from you. If you're not with Sutler Security Systems, 
that's great for me. You're you may be looking for a bounty on me. I understand that. I think if if we start shooting here, there's a chance you get all the bounty. There's a chance you get dead. Okay. So why don't we just call it square? I'll clean out the cash register here. You get the credits from it. All I'm looking for is a little bit of uh, uh, I'm looking for transport. Okay. I'm just looking to get kind of off this. I'm trying to get over to Irvine Industrial. Okay. That's all I'm looking for. I was just trying to repair my ship. But you, if you're happy to offer me passage off of this place or something, get me to Irvine Industrial. We, we can call it square. Yeah. We can take you to Irvine. You don't have passage? I got here. My ship broke down. Hired these guys. They didn't have a ship. They were just squatting here. Of course, they didn't tell me that. Mm. So now mm-hmm. I got to break into this place. It, 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 it's a comedy of errors, you might mm. say. Oh, mm. we're familiar. Uh, yeah, we we can take you on our... Tell you what, you give us your old ship. We'll, you know, scrap it for parts or something. Yeah. And uh, we'll provide you protection and transport to where you're going. And just you, though. I'm, we're, not we're not taking, taking your goons. Yeah. You see, you see the goons kind of go, yeah, you know, that's that's fine. Actually, we, we mostly post <laughs> up here. Uh, we Honestly, we've robbed this 812 like three times the past month. So um, you guys got to find no a new worries. place to rob. <laughs> you, see, you see the guy behind the 812 just goes, you really do. I looks at one of the guys and goes, Paul, I see you under the mask. Like, I know you. We, we play <laughs> we play spades every two weeks. Like, I take your money during spades, you steal it back from me. Like, I understand this this whole system. <laughs> this is a weird, we got a weird trust thing going on this place. <laughs> yeah. The social contracts here are very confusing to me. You see the guy is holding a ski mask and he's like, no, I don't know what you're, uh, no, nah, I'm not. I'm Paul, not Paul, you might want to go check on your friends in the restroom. Oh, damn it. And he, uh, like, kind of moves towards the door. John looks at you guys and goes, Okay, listen, I'm I'm a trustworthy guy. I'm a trusting guy. But I got a six-credit I, I six bounty on my head. And I, looking at you, I think you know that. I, I escaped from prison for a good reason, okay? I'm just, I got things I need to get done. You got things you need to get done, clearly. That's probably why you're chasing after me. We can all be winners here. We don't... Not one person has to take the whole pot. We can share the pot. All right? All I'm trying to do is just get off this station, get over to Irvine Industrial. Uh, I'm looking for somebody, okay? You just... Really what I'm asking is, can I trust you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can trust... Yes. All, we just want some credits. We need some Boss. money. What? If I may. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, I do have one question I'd like to ask Mr. Tequila. Yeah, shoot. We were talking. Six credits seems a little high for um, what they've got you for. You got any idea why that might be? I got a pretty good idea, but I mean, if you want to take it up with Saul Jackson, you can. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah. Ward, like, fully, like face changes when he says that like Paul Jackson yeah listen motherfucker is messing with someone that I care about deeply alright I got I got out of folk song penitentiary just to help them out okay so you know where he is you know where Saul Jackson is I listen I don't know per se where Saul Jackson is I'm looking for my friend Jesse Jesse Red okay yeah you might have heard of her. She's a she's a boxing champion, okay? At, okay. At a system. 
I think she's gotten mixed up with Saul. There's there's some kind of fight happening on Irvine Industrial uh, sometime, I think tomorrow or the day after. From what I understand, Saul's kind of putting it together. I don't know if he's going to be there, but I'm pretty sure that's where Jesse's going to be. I'm just trying What's to find he got her. against you? He knows that I broke out of the prison trying to get to Red. I've, I've been calling her, trying to tell her not to get mixed up with him. Like, just because she's had a few bad fights out of system doesn't mean she needs to be doing bare-knuckle boxing and smuggling narcotics and shit. Hmm. I think as this is happening, like, Kamari's, like, texting the group chat that, like, we have that doesn't include Ward and is like, <laughs> guys, Saul, Ward, Saul Jackson, do they know who... What's the, What's up with that? Do we know? I think only Eli would probably know. Yeah, Eli definitely says something folksy about like preserving your secrets, and he says it, it, that sad story ain't my yarn to weave. I'll leave that one to uh, Ward when y'all get a chance to jaw have a jaw. Also, I feel like while this is going on, it's definitely Eli, Maria, and Blank like schoolgirls sort of crouched by the door like listening into the whole thing. Yeah. Like we've all grouped up. They're like, oh my god. Like making faces (laughs) at each other when things like when Saul Jackson gets name dropped, (laughs) Eli was like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Should um should I make a blues check also? Yeah, make a make a blues check for me. That's only a six, so no, no extra. Uh, So you don't get any extra blues. When you hear the name Saul Jackson come from Tequila's mouth, you get a momentary flash of just something that Saul said to you. What words do you hear from Saul Jackson echoing in the back of your mind? He sees like a like sweat and like smoke riddled and like kind of like beaten up face of Saul Jackson, like from a distance, like, like saying this is your fault. I think it's from a distance that you see, you hear smoke and you hear just pings and pangs of various gunfire and explosions and things. And you can barely hear a voice off in the distance. You mostly just see the mouth moving, venom in his face. This is your fault. Ward's grip has instinctually gone to like the gun in like a not even like out of his control sort of way has like grabbed on it like finger on the trigger as he's like at, he's still pointing up but he's like you know where he is where is he you see tequila and the the two guys behind him like all raise their guns like back at the ready and go hey 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 easy buddy easy buddy we're, we're just talking here we're just talking here I, I hit a nerve I hit a nerve I didn't mean to I ain't mean nothing by it but you're gonna have to relax that hand or it's gonna go a different way Kumari puts the cannon down, like slowly walks towards Ward and goes, hey, hey, Ward. Uh, what? I'm just gonna, and then like hugs Ward and it's like, it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> fine, fine, fine. And he puts his, puts his gun away and gives the hug back and there's like a little like held back tears as he's, as he's hugging him. Kumari like puts their hand on Ward's shoulder and is like, uh, yeah, it's gonna be fine. Nothing nothing bad's happened. It's not like we got anyone killed today. It's all fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then turns back to Tequila and goes, 
So you coming on the ship or are we what are we doing? <laughs> uh, you see, John still gun at the ready, but like now very confused by this like tender show of emotion at what is a standoff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say go ahead and make a savvy check, Kumari. I'll let you roll it with the upper hand. I rolled three twos. No. Can you exert? No. Uh, if you want to, you can exert yourself to try to re-roll one if you want, or roll, re-roll a number of them if you want. You have to roll a thing. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll exert myself to re-roll two. What the fuck? No, oh, no. <laughs> Is it two twos again? I rolled two ones. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. That was definitely oh, a, at least it couldn't get any worse situation. Yeah. It got worse. Oh, no. Tequila sees this show of affection and like clearly takes it to heart but also sees it as an opening and just kind of moves forward with the two guys behind him moving forward with their guns just goes alright listen uh, you guys look like good folk I ain't gonna do wrong by you but I do need passage and I, honestly that's quite a big gun you got there you came in with if you're packing that hot I'm not sure I can entirely trust you and I gotta make sure I'm getting where I'm going so you know no ill will towards you and yours and I'm going to need your ship, okay? So if you, you're going to have to toss over your keys right now, all right? I think we should charge in and slam slam them. The three of us on the outside charge in and slam a jamma. He's, ro- he's doing a reverse rob. Maria recognizing what's happening. She's not going to run in, but she is going to real casual lack. Just open the door and walk in. Say, oh, hey, boss. I see we made some new friends here. You see uh, one of the guys swings over to you. John Tequila kind of like looks over and you see Tequila whistles. And the one guy that you hadn't seen pops up from like inside of the uh, refrigerated like cooler where they keep beers and stuff uh, with a gun trained on you. Can I pop in right behind her and train my gun on him? Uh, You swing behind, train your gun. Yeah. You guys are coming up to a full standoff. Tensions are rising rapidly. Tequila looks at you guys and looks at Kumari, goes, listen. This is about to go south. I don't I don't want this to go one way or the other. I'm just looking to get out of here. I'm just looking to get passage. Ward fully pushes himself into the barrel of Johnny's gun and says, Look, Saul Jackson's no friend of mine. If you're going after him, then you're safe with us. I'm going to say go ahead and roll a savvy check. And because you're pushing yourself into his gun, uh, I'll say you can roll it with the, I, with the upper hand. Can you also roll with an extra upper hand if I do the my gambit? Uh, you can't uh, stack upper uh, hands. It's just kind of a you have it or you don't. That is an eight. Woo! You walk forward slowly, the barrel of his gun resting directly on your forehead as you look him dead in the eyes and say this. You see his eyes as you walk closer, begin to grow wide and then momentarily steal themselves, knowing what he's about to have to do. And as you say that, his eyes again soften just a little bit. And you see his finger come off of like active position on the trigger, resting on the side. And he slowly lowers the gun, still kind of trained on you, but in a less active or less aggressive position. All right. Saul Jackson ain't no friend of mine. He's he's fucking with someone I care about very deeply. And if, if you got problems with Saul Jackson, I think that makes us at least allies for a moment. But let me tell you, you fuck me on this, I will fuck you right back. You understand me? Crystal, 
Um, Mr. Tequila, in the spirit of honesty and openness, we do have another crew member who is just waiting <laughs> right up behind that door <laughs> with a baseball bat and a mask that, frankly, is a bit terrifying sometimes. So just, uh, Blank, you know what, Blank, why don't you come in here with the, just in the spirit of, of openness? <laughs> Blank will poke Carla. You just see around the corner of the wall just poke their head out uh, you just see the the featureless masks they wave at I would uh, fully die or kill for Blaine <laughs> <laughs> you pop out around the corner and wave and John kind of like jumps a little bit you see all the other guys kind of train the guns on Blank for a moment he goes listen ma'am very good of you to say honestly shit could have gone sideways had your friend there just kind of popped in so that good thinking on your part okay let's uh, he turns to the guys, goes, uh, listen, boys, job's off. Sorry, I'm not going to be able to kind of pay you. You're more than welcome to continue robbing this gentleman. Uh, you can take my cut. Uh, I've got passage, so I'm good. But, you know, keep me keep me in mind for the Whoa, future. Wait, if you're ever wait, looking wait, for- wait, 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 wait. We get our two credits still, though, right? You know what, uh, gentlemen, you may have to split. Well, when, now now I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I've got my foot in my mouth because I seem to have promised the same two credits to two different sets of people. Because I promise. The most recent promise subsumes all other promises, so those two credits are ours now. It's like if you get remarried, that new vow is the is the real one. Blank is gonna walk in, just kind of casual the baseball bat in one hand, but still hands raised. But then point the baseball bat at one of them, drag a thumb across their neck, <gasps> and then gesture for them to walk out. Um, I'm gonna try and intimidate them. Yeah, go and roll. Uh... I'll, yeah, you can roll. Blank. I'll let you kind of roll any check you want with that. You, you could make a case for muscle, grit, or savvy. I'll go with savvy. Can I give? Uh, I already have upper hand. You don't need to. Oh, my baseball bat has the intimidating. Hell like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> nice. Upper hand on this. Ooh. Oh, this is nice. Okay, uh, twelve. Uh, <laughs> uh, blank <laughs> walks in, and you see three space machine guns trained on you as you make this throat cut gesture and like reveal the thick jagged scar across your throat completely blank mask baseball bat pointing at them a nut like signature on the baseball bat of indeterminate nature boards strapped across your back they all point their guns at you and john looks john looks at them and goes listen guys the jigs up like the guns are fake anyway so you might as well just not no. take your lumps <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, all, they all turn to john and go Jesus, John, come on, man. Like, we, we maybe oh. could have played. Okay, fuck it. Listen, uh, uh, Petey, one of the guys, uh, looks like the guy behind the counter. Petey, I'll see you for uh, spades on Tuesday, okay? I'll, I'll see you later, man. <laughs> we gotta get out of this fucked up. These people are fucked up. And they, they walk it's out. It's a weird uh, dance. They walk out towards the, the motel. Despite Blank wearing a mask, they kind of deflate a little bit because they hope that a fight would come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they watch them walk out. Okay, Blank. We'll find uh, someone some other time. Blank, you got that guy in the restroom. You yeah. blew his hand straight you out the park. Thing, that Blank. was a home run. You switched her whole signature thing. Blank, Blank nods like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no that was because of you, man. I love how supportive this group of sad friends <laughs> oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh, it. yeah. I love this. It's great. <laughs> we are Samantha Carey Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the way, as we walk back to the ship, I'd also like to tell Tequila about 
dick whiskey and just that he's there to prepare him. We got another less intimidating other. Oh, so I said, yeah, Maria wanted to mention Herbie. Yeah, the Herbie thing. Oh, that the mm. scan is going to have mm. to happen. Team meetings are at 9 a.m. every morning. Well, and when Eli calls them or Blank calls them. Yeah, or, one is right. allowed to call them, but yeah. the, the long-standing one is 9 a.m. every morning before breakfast. Blank will turn to um, Tequila and type out, where's the keys to your ride? Tequila opens up his jacket, uh, reaches in, pulls out a small key with a large fuzzy dice attached to it and tosses it over to you. I mean, listen, that hunk of junk probably ain't worth too much, but you're more than welcome to it. It's the engine shot. Like, I pulled it and immediately spun it out. Can we sell it? Is there, like, an app? Do we have those apps here? Can we sell it on, like, Carvana? Space yeah, Carvana? Space Carvana. <laughs> I will say, Eli, you know that there are, like, garages and scrapyards on Reno 12. Um, specifically, there's, like, the Tomaton Automobile Factory is on Reno 12. You know it was, like, kind of in dire straits last time you were here? But there is a bit of, like, a automotive ship industry uh, on Reno 12. So if you're going to scrap it somewhere, that's probably the place to scrap it. But first, we got to go to the go check out these fights at the Irvine Industrial, right? Do we want to be lugging the ship around? I guess we can just park it. We let's could ask just Claire, give it to Dick. Ask, fuck Dick. Yeah, true. That, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, we true. Just, I think we should just toss the keys over to Dick Whiskey. Don't give him none of the details. He don't need that. And then he gets his ship. It's what he wanted. He didn't need to We're know gonna the condition. We're going to strand him. We can strand Dick here. All right, I like that. Wait, whoa, team. He's part of the crew. He's part of the crew. He got scanned. But he's in the guest quarters, and now we got tequila. They can share. Boss. I like this idea. They can share. Come on. He has no Maria friends. Maria definitely knows that this is hitting a weird spot, like like hitting too close to home <laughs> for Kumari. And so she's gonna pivot and be like, you know, I, the, the boss makes a real good point. I thought, you know, it was one for one is fine, but but Dick's been part of the crew now, and they have traits that we have grown accustomed to. Yeah, they're great. They can they can be the permanent Herbie pumper, so no one else has to be on Herbie duty. Oh, I like pumper. The, Holy moly. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Not the way you said it, but the what idea behind it. What did I say? What did it, it sound like? like? Herbie what pumper? You, I'm not, what didn't you I like guess Herbie not. cranker isn't any better, so. <laughs> oh, God. Would you like blank types up Herbie winder? There it is, blank. There it there is, it Herbie is. winder. For a there person of few words, you always know the right thing to say. <laughs> They need a whole, oh, shucks, kind of thing. <laughs> okay. So Herbie Winders. While they're on their way back to the ship, Maria's just going to pop real quick into the, the bathroom and take whatever rolls of toilet paper are still left to restock the ship. Uh, yeah, Genius. you nice. grab it. It's all one ply. <laughs> Scott's. It's, you know, it's Scott's though, one ply. It, it works in a pinch. It works. Ew, in don't say pinch in this context. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make your way into 21st night of September. As you as you pass the reception area, the receptionist Clancy kind of jumps up and goes, "Oh, uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, again, if you have a chance, give that number a call. Just let them know 
that I did a good job um, handling the situation. I'll, I'll take care of the, the two individuals in the bathroom. Uh, I saw the other three kind of just left, um, or I think they I think they might be staying here, actually. Um, right. Are you part of the Spades game? Yeah, I play Spades every Tuesday. You know all of them. <laughs> They're all your friends. Shit. Uh, you know, uh, excuse my language. I'm so sorry. Uh, honestly... <laughs> Around here, it's kind of the same five credits that just get cycled back and forth around people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do I ever? Well, you're going to be missing two place. of those credits. <laughs> the economy now. Um, oh, do you guys? Do you guys uh, rob the eight twelve? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The Robin's already ninety percent done. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just been waiting. <laughs> We're not good guys. No. <laughs> We're sad, loving guys, but not good guys. The We're the guy behind the counter just other. like takes your credit card and like pops it in, just like all right, just normal transaction. Digitized robbery. I love the modern age. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say the second half of this, but when we're walking back to the ship, Maria pops into the bathroom to to steal a couple of rolls to to restock the ship and um, in doing something unremarkable she takes one blues nice excellent yes. excellent <laughs> with all the people we're putting on the ship that's pretty remarkable honestly <laughs> that's, that's a heroic heroic act <laughs> the it's everyday heroic. heroicism yeah so we're not abandoning dick whiskey is where we landed yeah I think we're already does not want to abandon Dick Whiskey. It's fair. It's fair. So we're going to give him the keys, or should we just not tell him that the Yellow Lily is here? No, we're selling the Yellow Lily. Kumari is... He he fully saw that the Yellow Lily is here, because he pointed it out to you guys. Right. Okay. We'll just tell him that we're towing it to a repair shop, because engine shot. But again, we are lying by omission. Mm. I think we shouldn't be maybe hauling this around right now. I think we should leave this with our good friend Clarence here. Clarence Clearwater, <laughs> keep an eye on us it for us while we go check out these leads at Irvine Industrial. That is a very smart observation, Eli. Thank you kindly. Clancy kind of overhears you guys and goes, would you like to uh, park your vehicle here? They're going to charge us for parking. Clancy. How much it costs. It's honestly this is the cheapest place to park in the sector. Uh, it's only a credit for a week and a half. Clancy, we just saved your life. You need to cut us a deal right now. Listen, I can give you my employee discount, all right? It gets you three free days once a, a solar month, okay? So as long as you're back here in three days and take it, that's totally fine, okay? I'll plug in my employee code. But if you go past that, there's nothing I can do. I got to charge you the full credit for the next 10 solar days, Okay. Okay. And what happens better. if we don't actually come back for that ship? Uh, I mean, we leave it there for at least a week and a half, and then uh, it gets towed off to Reno 12. Well, if we ain't back in three days, we're probably dead. <laughs> so that's fine. Can you sell this for us? Can you... You see, you see. Uh, this is the first time that Clancy kind of looks at you with a particular glint in their eye, and they kind of look at you and go, I've been known to sell things uh, here and there um, for a price. Why, Clancy, we didn't peg you for an outlaw. I clap him on the back. (laughs) Excuse me. uh, I I wouldn't say an outlaw. I'm just, uh, when you're good at something, you never do it for free. You know what I mean? 
so I'm more than happy to help broker uh, a deal for this. Uh, it, you see them look out the window at the yellow lily. Uh, fine vehicle. Uh, um, Blank types up. We know it's crap. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> this isn't, you didn't, right. You didn't fly this in. So you, okay. That's fine. Yeah. More than happy to uh, broker a deal for you. I mean, it might take me two days to get someone out here, but I can make that happen for you. Yeah, that works. Sounds how, good. How much is your fee? I usually charge uh, 30% what you get. Make it 15 because we saved your life. I'll make it 20 because I'm a good guy. That's worse than what I said. Well, why don't you make it 20 because I am a good guy? Well, you're an outlaw, so I don't know if you're a good guy. You see, you see them kind of like look over, lean over and go, trust me, I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> Kamari, Kamari looks at the rest of them and is like, what do... Se- 17. 17. 17. What they said. Thanks, guys. All right. Fine. 17 sounds peachy keen. Right. That's what they say. You got a deal, and Kamari puts their left hand out to shake theirs. You put your left hand out, and uh, Clancy uh, swings around like a big like wind-up clap to uh, shake your hand. He goes, all right, 17, round it up to 20. Perfect. <laughs> Shakes their hand. <laughs> Blank types up, kind of like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Maria again looked over at Blank and was like, that was a real good move, right? The real clever move. Can't knock the hustle. You hear the, the phone ring nearby. Clancy picks it up and goes, oh, so sorry, excuse me real quick. Picks it up and goes, hello? Uh, no, I'm so sorry. I can't give out the name uh, of any of our guests. Um, do, you, do you have a, a room number or anything? I'm, I'd be happy to ring you through. No. Excuse me. Um, no, ma'am, ma'am. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna have to hang up. I'm. I'm hanging up now. Okay. Uh, y- you too. You. You know where to stick it. And hangs up uh, the phone. Clancy. I'm so sorry. Uh, sometimes you just gotta deal with people the way they're dealing with you. Um, I'll, I'll make that happen for you. Who was that, Clancy? I. Listen, I, I don't want you to get involved. And in, I mean, listen, you don't want to mess with the Prazos if they're not messing with you. So just kind of like, you know, steer clear as best you can. You know what I mean? That same look that Ward got where his eyes went kind of sad and he had a flashback. That happens. That same look crosses over Eli's face at the mention of the Prazo name. I guess I'm going to cross the line that I always swore I wouldn't by returning to the system, by, like, going back to here, where I am, and where I was. Because I was like, I'm never going back there. And so I crossed that line. As you gain that blues, I want you to give me a a bit of a flash to an encounter you had sometime in the past with Casey Perrazzo. Mm. Um, you, you remember Casey being a fucking bruiser. This is like the muscle for the Perazzo family. This is the, the person you don't want to fuck with. Shaved head, spiderweb tattoo across their bald head, broad-shouldered, and does not take kindly to anyone fucking with them in any way, shape, or form. Eli flashes back to a day in the Perazzo warehouse where there was just some contraband that was being uh, sorted through. And he is like a young grunt, kind of 
you know, go for gopher was like hauling some of this uh, gear and contraband around. And Casey was there screaming, screaming at someone. And he kind of peeks his head in uh, to, to the office, the manager's office where Casey is to see if there's like some shit going down. And she's she's just absolutely screaming, yelling, berating uh, someone he can't quite see, um, just calling her, you stupid fucking blah, 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 just really berating this woman. And he sees it is a woman and this beautiful head of brown curly hair turns around and he lays for the first time his eyes on Nikki Perrazzo, his one and only true love now dead, cold in the ground. But then she was alive, so full of life, more full of life than I'd ever seen. Those beautiful eyes, those beautiful curls and ringlets swing around stronger in memory than they ever could have possibly been in life and all the more painful to remember them by. As this happens, Kamari's texting the group chat that doesn't include Eli. <laughs> I think you guys have five separate group chats to leave one yeah. person yeah. out every time. No, I think there's four. Maria's in all of yeah. them. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Even yeah. the one about her, and she just Maria. like goes along with it because I never know. She's noticed. like, oh, you guys are so funny. What the creative things you come up with? <laughs> just like, does Eli know the Parazos or something? Like, do they have beef? Does anybody know? Well, I think I think we know. I think Eli is definitely in his in his depressive states, like been <laughs> muttering Nikki Pross's name while looking out the window. Yeah, he's a more he's an oversharer. Like Ward is the one who's like <laughs> yeah. kind of actually stoic, and Eli's the one who's like just like he's like one last job. He's just always mm-hmm. like, I got a sad story and someday maybe uh, you'll hear it and then he just like tells it anyways. Well, and then your night terrors, we're always hearing you scream out. Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. No! The fire! The fire! The smoke! No, Nikki! And then I think, so I think Kamari's texting like, wait, is Nikki Perrazzo related to the Perrazzo family? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Ward just thumbs up reacts. <laughs> Blank puts a bunch of question marks, send, and just then types, you didn't know? Question mark, question mark, question mark, and then sends that. I, typing back, like, I don't assume everyone's related to everybody. I don't know. Maybe it's just another... Pr- okay, this is on me. I see what I've, I've, seen what I've done. You see, as you guys are texting... Um, all standing in the same group. Both, <laughs> both cl- I love that. Clancy and John Tequila Rogers are just standing next to each other going like, this just feels kind of rude right now, right? <laughs> Blank holds up a finger to, to say shush as they're replying to the text. Um, before looking up and then gesturing to our ship. You guys make your way towards the ship with uh, John with the promise that uh, Clancy will make some calls and try to get the ship scrapped for parts. I think Maria also sort of like guides Eli because Eli's in a bit of a a shock state. So Maria's sort of just sort of pushing Eli Start up towards the ship. Start screaming Nikki as we get towards the ship. Nikki! <laughs> the smoke! The Nikki! No! <laughs> okay, that, that's right. Yeah, we're going to get you a nice cup of tea. You make the, your way onto the ship. Dick Whiskey immediately comes over and goes, Well, John, how's it going? Can, can I... <laughs> 
you know, oh, maybe want to play like a couple more hands of cards, man, because I kind of want to get my ship back from you, man. Uh, John looks at him and goes, I didn't mean to tell you this, but you've got an awful tail, so I don't really think you should be playing cards with, quite frankly, anybody. Oh, come on, man. If possible, can Blank put a hand over <laughs> Tequila's mouth? And then type up saying, I have a ship now. Do you want to play a game of cards? <laughs> um, <laughs> show it to Dick. Uh, Dick looks at you and goes, Oh, I thought you guys were going to get it back to me. But you know what? I, <laughs> God damn, I love a game of cards. <laughs> you monster. And I'm going to, I want to play them in a game of cards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Go ahead and roll 5d6 and take the top five. two. God, Dick Whiskey is going to roll uh, 3d6 and take the lower two. This is how bad <laughs> he is mechanically at cards. Oh, my God. He rolled a one, a one, and a three. So he has a two. No. <laughs> I rolled a three, four, five, six, and a two. So I've got an 11. Nice. <laughs> Because I have no tail, I have a blank mask. So <laughs> I'm the best <laughs> card player. Ever. Best card player. Yeah, when when you when none of us will play with you because <laughs> yeah. we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you're all looking around and you realize that like the obvious tell that Dick Whiskey has is that when they when he has a bad hand, he goes, "Oh man." <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick, every single time when he has a bad hand, he bets big. Oh, <laughs> Dick. Uh, Dick, you Dick. you get in you get uh, Dick Whiskey into debt that he will never pay off. <laughs> so at this point, you're just kind of playing for chips that mean nothing. As you guys take off towards, uh, are you heading to Irvine Industrial, or do you want to head to Reno Twelve or Sutler Orbital? Uh, where are you guys headed? I think we should head to Irvine Industrial because that's where we got the first lead where we think Saul Jackson is and where yeah. Tequila wants us to go too. We, we told Tequila we'd take him to Irvine Industrial. The moment Eli mentions Irvine Industrial, Blank just is like the most enthusiastic as you can possibly type. Yes, <laughs> Irvine Industrial, that's the place to go. <laughs> oh, it looks like someone needs to soup up some parts, huh? Yes. All right, everyone. Great. We're, this is Eli. Is that's why for the past and there's like an employee of like I guess the day award wall and it's all <laughs> just Eli. Like, you guys really gotta <laughs> step your games up or else it's Eli is gonna keep getting those bonuses. Or <laughs> you say bonuses. We never really decide what the prize was for that, did we, boss? No, it's. We'll figure it out. It's going to be good, I think. It was more of a morale it's, thing. Yeah. Who's on the ox cord today? Blank raises a hand up. Oh, it's Blank's turn. I All right, Blank, Blank's on the ox. on it now. Uh, Blank, what do you throw on as you guys make your way towards Irvine Industrial? Especially because we have, like, at the very least, two crew members meeting their unfortunate backstories. Um, it's going to be Pizzazz by Akintoye. Mm. Um, and just about if you're going to be sad, you might as well do it with pizzazz. Uh, you guys um, hear yeah. this upbeat but sad pizzazzy track as you guys make your way to Irvine Industrial. And Ward scoots into the escape pod with Eli to do some brooding. 
<laughs> we just we just brew, we just sit together in silence yeah. for like hours. Just kind of everyone's like a, you windows. know how a, like a dog when they're sleeping sometimes they'll just <sighs> give a big sigh mm-hmm. like that's us for hours. Kamari goes in and puts an extra hang in their poster in there after today. <laughs> <laughs> just while they're just, in just there. leaning <laughs> over them like excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Ward, as you are brooding at the window, John Tequila walks in and kind of like sidles up next to you. Um, very like well-dressed, put together, standing straight, looks very in control of his own emotions, but does seem there is a like sadness behind the eyes. Very kind looking mm-hmm. eyes, but looks at you and just kind of turns and asks, so um, what do you, what do you got against Saul Jackson? Saul Jackson ever sees me again, he'll kill me on sight. That bad, huh? That bad. What do you got against him? He's putting the love of my life in danger. Alright? And listen, she's a tough woman. That's why I love her. She can handle herself. I mean, she's a fucking interstellar boxing champion, for Christ's sake, but... She's getting mixed up with things that she shouldn't be with a man that I know to be a slimy, scummy, skeezy, scumball of a man. And I just don't want her to end up in a ditch with all the talent and prospects that she has. I mean, she had one or two bad fights, got in with bad with just a couple of people, and all of a sudden now she's trying to dig herself out of debt the wrong way. I mean, hell, like, listen, she's a tough woman. She can get in the ring with anybody, but quite frankly, Casey Perrazzo, not a person anyone should be fighting. That's a person who's not That's who the fight's with? Yeah. Uh, Casey Perrazzo ordered this whole thing. Wanted to, I don't know, prove that she could beat an interstellar boxing champion or something. So the Perrazzo's and Saul Jackson back on good terms? Oh, I don't think that the Perrazzo's have any idea that Saul is... That he's behind ...managing uh, uh, Jesse, but... But I don't know. I, I I mean, listen, all I know is that he brought her in here and he's using her to fucking smuggle in some kind of, uh, I don't know, new narcotic, some kind of like enhancing drug for fighting. He's basically using her as an advertisement. She's going to rub it on before the fight. And then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Who knows what happens? But that shit is dangerous. What's it called? Is it called punch up? Because that would be a cool name. <laughs> yeah, it's called punch up now. <laughs> I don't know if there was another name for it, but I think something that makes you punch better and is a drug that you rub on is called punch up. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've probably seen some of the articles about it. Like, yes, it. various fighters keep trying to take it. You do it once. Great. You're going to win a fight. You do it two or three times. That shit's going to get to your heart. I mean, <gasps> she knows the risk. She's a smart, strong, capable woman, and she's making some bad decisions. And I figure if I can just get to her before this fight, before Saul gets every single tenter hook that he's got in her, then, I don't know, maybe we can just get her out of here. That's that's all I'm trying to do. John, have you, have you had the displeasure of meeting Saul Jackson? I know him by reputation. We've maybe crossed paths a little bit, but not really. All I know is he, you know, listen, I, I, I don't credit and a half bounty on me when I escape from prison. And all of a sudden it gets jacked up to six. No surprise who it's probably coming from. I, I can't say for sure, but my guess is Saul Jackson doesn't want me getting to Jesse. Mm. Well, 
As much as he may want you dead anyway, if he gets the opportunity to do it in person, you'll wish somebody else had gotten to you first. I understand. That's the only warning I'll give. It just kind of gives, like, uh, a solemn nod of understanding and kind of, like, just flashes you inside of his jacket where there is a quick draw holster for that dogs playing poker pistol. Flash the same. Not the same dog it's holding pistol, play. but the same You're kind like, of holster. Roll. It's cats playing backgammon. Etsy, right? <laughs> <laughs> can I make a blues check with this conversation? Yeah, you can make a blues check. Cool. Uh, that's still only a seven. Uh, are you adding your grit to it? Yeah, that's okay. with that's with adding grit. You hold off the blues a little bit for the moment. As you guys eventually land in Irvine Industrial, you park some, somewhere outside the city... Uh, to avoid having to pay for parking, uh, which is astronomical in a lot of places. It's a little dangerous to leave your ship not in a, like, secure car park, but it's also significantly cheaper. Dick will watch our ship. Yeah, Dick and Herbie. Dick will watch it. Yeah, you do know you have Herbie. Herbie, watch our ship. Herbie to, yeah. to just below the level where the bloodlust kicks in real hard. Yeah. Where it's like he's itching for it, but he not going to go hunting for it. Right. Yeah. There's there's definitely like a cruelly drawn marker to show that level. <laughs> like just like just, like just drawn in with permanent marker or something like this. And weirdly, that level's changed over time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's been gradually getting lower, which has been very un- <laughs> concerning. <laughs> you guys make your way to the undercarriage bar. John Tequila tells you, like, this is where he's heard that, like, in the basement of the undercarriage seems to be where they're setting up for, like, various events. Like, they'll do, like, underground concerts, and now it seems to be they're setting up for this boxing match. You make your way to the undercarriage bar, which is kind of like a greasy dive um, that is mostly for miners. This is like a mining moon. In this area, they're, they're mining for various ores. I you meant underage people. <laughs> Oh, no, the mining. Oh, miners. my God. Now we're back. We're going to die again. We're getting back in the fucking... This and old they're trap. immortal. It's a college immortal miners. Okay. Um, uh, no, they're, they're like hardened miners. A lot of people like covered in soot and things. Uh, all very... These are the world weariest of world weary people. All just trying to get uh, a couple of drinks to end their day. As the mines are run 24-7, so the various shifts are kind of coming out and going in. Who walks in first into the undercarriage bar? I'd say Blank. I think Blank kind of hangs out these kind of areas usually. As you guys walk into undercarriage bar, you hear a smash of glass as a large like glass tumbler is thrown and smashes directly next to one of your heads. You see this like pint mug fly past your head and shatter into the wall. You look over to the bar and you see a very large man behind the bar, a frame like shirt, big fucking meaty arms is being pulled over top of the bar by a woman that's at least one and a half times his size, shaved head with spiderweb tattoo over the top of it. And she is gripping him by the shirt. The shirt is like tearing and you see all of the various patrons have like shut the fuck up. All of them are at least as big as the bartender and are not saying a fucking thing when this woman is grabbing him. You see her grab this man, pull him over and goes, where the fuck 
is Indy Carter. And that's where we're going to end it for no. this what? episode. Who is Indy Carter? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Indy Carter's in trouble. As you see Casey Perrazzo menacing <gasps> one Why is of... Casey Perrazzo kind of doing it for me? <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, you see Casey Perrazzo menacing this massive bartender putting everyone in their place looking for one Indy Carter. Who Indy Carter is and what they've done, we will find out next time on My First Dungeon, Orbital Blues. No! Bang, bang! Bang, bang! Bang, bang! Space, bang! Space, bang! I need more bang, bang! Oh my god! If you're looking for more great gaming content from everyone here at Many Sided Media, you should consider subscribing to the 20-Sided Newsletter. It's a free, bi-monthly newsletter for people who love games, make games, and just love making games. To subscribe, just go to 20sidednewsletter.substack.com or follow the link in the show notes.